Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 12 continued, section 4. I want him not to mind even the darkness that surrounds him in me. So empty of self had Mother Teresa become that she spontaneously kept shifting the focus of her letters from herself to Jesus, to his work among the poor or to her community. This attitude was evident not only in her correspondence, but also in her conversation. Her sisters were the first ones to notice it. She did everything as she says. We must keep him continually in our hearts and minds. I think wherever she went and whatever she did, she did very consciously, maybe not very ostentatiously, but very consciously to become a bridge between people and God and to bring them God's salvation and bring them to God. So even in small things that she did, she wanted to talk about Jesus. People would say, after two minutes, she will be on Jesus. So, that was her constant, I would say, red thread through her life. To be absorbed with Jesus required being forgetful of self, as she explained to her sisters. It is only when we realize our nothingness, our emptiness, that God can fill us with himself when we become full of God, then we can give God to others. For from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mother Teresa's correspondence with Father Michael Vanderpeet reflected her heart's desire to love Jesus more deeply in spite of the poverty and littleness she felt. Dear Father Michael, I hope all is well with you and that your love for Jesus grows and brings forth much fruit. You must pray much for this, that little society, that we will be fully at the disposal of the church. I enclose the Jesus prayer I wrote for our sisters. They are trying to put the music to it. Maybe you could help them when you go in August. My love for Jesus keeps growing more simple and more, I think, personal. Like our poor, I try to accept my poverty of being small, helpless, incapable of great love. But I want to love Jesus with Mary's love and his Father with Jesus' love. I know you are praying for me. I want him to be at ease with me, not to mind my feelings as long as he feels all right not to mind even the darkness that surrounds him in me, but that in spite of everything, Jesus is all to me, and that I love no one but only Jesus. Pray on the 25th. Yours in Jesus, Mother Teresa, M.C. By the latter part of the 1970s, the distressing thoughts that had puzzled her in the early 1950s and tormented her in the 1960s, had given way to serenity and peace. 
In her relationship with Jesus, she wanted him to be at ease with her, not even to mind her feelings. While the painful darkness persisted, a deep joy permeated her words and deeds. She was able to communicate her understanding to others and encourage them to surrender completely, as can be seen in this letter she had written to a priest nearly two years earlier. Dear co-worker in Christ, you have said yes to Jesus, and he has taken you at your word, the word of God become man, poor. Your word to God became Jesus, poor, and so this terrible emptiness you experience. God cannot fill what is full. He can fill only emptiness, deep poverty, and your yes is the beginning of being or becoming empty. It is not how much we really have to give, but how empty we are so that we can receive fully in our life and let him live his life in us. In you today, he wants to relive his complete submission to his Father. Allow him to do so. Does not matter what you feel, as long as he feels all right in you. Take away your eyes from yourself and rejoice that you have nothing, that you are nothing, that you can do nothing. Give Jesus a big smile each time your nothingness frightens you. This is the poverty of Jesus. You and I must let him live in us and through us in the world. Cling to Our Lady, for she too, before she could become full of grace, full of Jesus, had to go through that darkness. How could this be done? But the moment she said yes, she had need to go in haste and give Jesus to John and his family. Keep giving Jesus to your people, not by words, but by your example, by your being in love with Jesus, by radiating his holiness and spreading his fragrance of love everywhere you go. Just keep the joy of Jesus as your strength. Be happy and at peace. Accept whatever he gives and give whatever he takes with a big smile. You belong to him. Tell him I am yours. And if you cut me to pieces, every single piece will be only all yours. Let Jesus be the victim and the priest in you. I have started going around our houses in India, so I have beautiful time alone with Jesus in the train. Pray for me as I do for you. Yours in Jesus, Mother Teresa, M.C. These words provide a glimpse of the way Mother Teresa lived through these long years of darkness. The unconditional surrender to this painful emptying of self. The effort of letting God live in her, his life the self-forgetfulness in spreading his love to others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, child of Mary, 
vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Was Mother Teresa changing in the 1970s? Yes. She was becoming more peaceful, more serene. That this struggle to understand her darkness, this struggle, this pain that she was unwanted, unloved, uncared for by God, that she couldn't seem to notice her own love for him, all of this darkness and pain soon became a source of peace for her. How? She saw in it her own poverty. That's her whole mission, to serve Jesus in the poorest of the poor, to quench the thirst of the poor for love, which is to quench the thirst of Jesus in them for love, to give that love to them, to bring them who are thirsting for Jesus to Jesus and to bring the thirsting Jesus on the cross to those he's thirsting for, for their love. This was her mission. And gradually she understood that she herself was poor. Poor in what? In the ability on her own to love Jesus, to pray, to be one with him. She had to accept her own littleness, her own nothingness, her own inability. And that was not something that just happened once and was over with. No, this is a gradual deepening of her acceptance, of her embrace, of her own nothingness. She had to accept that she wanted, for example, to write a beautiful letter to him, Father Michael, and she couldn't. She didn't. What she wanted to do, she couldn't do. She had to accept all the kinds of things in her life that were very hard to accept. Now, we may not be at the level of Mother Teresa. We may not have done the great things that she's done. But she would remind us, it's Jesus in me doing it. It's Jesus who's reliving his surrender to the Father. And she would remind us that we, in our own little ways, are being invited each day to accept our own littleness, our own insufficiency. We fall, we make mistakes, we sin. Do we make excuses? Do we try to hide? Do we try to pretend that's not really what's happened? What Mother Teresa is encouraging us tonight, what we want to pray for, is the grace to embrace all of these things, even our failures as ways to accept ourselves and our need for Jesus. Without you, Jesus, I am nothing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.